Hey you guys, it's Tamaya from Momming with Maya and welcome to my third episode. This episode is called Trusting Yourself. So I just want to open up with a quote that I saw on Instagram. The page is called Spirit Daughter and I don't know how but anything that I post on Instagram now saves into my camera roll and when I went back Um, through my camera roll just scrolling and I saw this I was like wow this is definitely um, what I want my next podcast segment to be about trusting yourself so the quote said trusting yourself is a superpower work on it every day through small choices and big decisions trust yourself and so today I'm going to talk about some big decisions that I recently just made and how some small choices that I was starting to make and am still continuing to make led me to these big decisions and how they'll continue to guide me moving forward and trusting myself. And maybe um, this episode will encourage someone to either continue their small choices and make big decisions or just give you that encouragement that you might have been waiting for or needing to make whatever decisions um, that's been weighing on you or that you just needed um, some motivation to do. So um, I hope that this episode helps you guys in those areas. So um, to give some background, um, I started working at my job in 2017 um, and I was hired for one program um, working with teens and youth and then in the summer of was it 2017 or 2018 I um attended a conference where a bunch of birth workers and doulas were in attendance and I was just so inspired and if you know me you know for a long time I just had a love and I still do a love for all things pregnancy related and so I decided then that I wanted to train as a doula, so I found a training. Um, I actually got a scholarship for one, and so I trained to be a doula. And then maybe two weeks after the training, I was pulled to work on a project for doulas. So um, it was very high level and fast-paced environment. And it was to the point that I had a coworker who would, when she saw me walking around or walking to my next meeting, she would literally shove like a granola bar, like down my throat <laughs> to the point that I was forgetting to eat and all this extra stuff. So long story short, that fall, I got pregnant with Sarai. And so clearly I had a a new focus, right? I needed to slow down my pace. I needed to make sure that I ate and, you know, just listen to my body because I was growing a whole human. And I was trying to be super intentional about my stress levels, um, which is a whole nother episode in itself because um, I was sent to the hospital multiple times for stress-related issues, the baby being in distress, I fell a few times trying to rush to get into work, into meetings, all this other stuff. And um, I mean, now that I'm 
looking back on it, it I mean the environment the work environment was just not conducive for a pregnant me, right? Maybe somebody else, but it was not conducive for me. It was very high level stress and um before I found out Sarah was a girl and I was praying and praying that she was um and I knew that she was going to be a girl and and special. I mean, even if she was a boy, he was special too. I was preparing for um the birth of another child and so that's important to me. And so that's when I started taking my self-care and listening to my pregnant self uh more serious. And so we found out that Sarai was in fact a girl and then Kyrie and I started having conversations about how long would I go out on maternity leave and all these things. And it's funny because I joked with him before I got pregnant with Sarai and the program was so um, stressful and he just kept telling me (laughs) to stop working and I'm like that's not going to you know I can't just do that like I'm not just gonna stop working I'm like the only way that I will stop working is if I get pregnant and I'll take some time off and then a couple months later I was pregnant (laughs) so um but yeah, once I found out she was a girl, we started having these conversations. Long story short, we decided that I would stay out for a year. I found out all of like my protections that I had at my job, um, what was paid, what was unpaid, et cetera, et cetera. And I just knew that I was staying out for a year. So when I um, announced that to my job, Um, I got some mixed emotions, which was a little ironic because I work at a place where a lot of our programs or the program that I actually work in is um, uh, geared towards maternal and child health. So it was ironic that, um, you know, the work that we were doing is to set up these protections and programs for moms to spend more time with their babies, especially black moms, African-American moms. Um, with the high infant mortality rates and all these other things. And like baby and mom should be together as much as possible, et cetera, et cetera. So here I am as a black African-American mom wanting to do exactly (laughs) what the work that I'm doing for others. And again, it wasn't so um, easily accepted. So, um, but whatever, I didn't care. I still took my year off and... um, or I was planning to take my year off and 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 my mind wasn't going to be changed about that. So as it started getting closer to my return, and when I say closer, it probably was six months out. I'm a planner and I get super anxious when I don't have a plan or I don't have a couple of plans. <laughs> so um, I started reaching out to my job just asking about my return and what it could look like I was considering or asking to see if I could come back part-time if even my year could have been extended because my year was in June and it just didn't make sense because the kids would have been getting out of school and they would have had to go into summer camp and the baby into another daycare um, other than my first choice because they didn't start taking her until um, a certain age And so I was like, maybe I can just stay out through September and return when they go back to school and all this other stuff. And so things were not looking up for 
these plans that I had. And and it was okay because I was out for a year or I would have been out for a year. So um, I think I was still just planning to go back to work regular. But again, I just wanted to see what my options were. And so that was in like January and February. I was having these conversations. But then COVID happened right at the beginning of March or the end of February, beginning of March. And that completely changed everything. Everybody went remote. Everybody's working from home, all this other stuff. So when I'm supposed to return back to work in June, I'm thinking this is the best thing for me. You know, I get to work from home. I'm still home with my baby past a year. I'm home with the kids. Like, this is golden. I can, you know, I was actually considering leaving my job and not returning back in June if we were in person. So I don't have to make that decision. And, you know, this will be fine. (laughs) So work started and it was kind of okay because I had been gone for a year. So I was doing a lot of shadowing um, just to get program updates and to kind of just guide myself back into the program. And, um, it it was okay. And so at the same time, the conversation was going on as far as what the school year would look like for children. And at, at the time, it was not announced that schools could go like full remote or that they had to have multiple options. So again, I'm trying to plan like, well, I was hearing speculations about half days at school. And I'm like, well, how is that going to work? Like if my kids only go to school for three hours a day, By the time I drop them off, I'm going to have to pick them up. So, like, what is feasible? And then I started trying to figure out if I could flex my hours at work, if maybe I could apply for family leave for longer just to get them on their feet, or whatever the case may be. And so, then school started, and my children are doing all remote, um, which I think is also another (laughs) topic of discussion but long story short I have a son in pre-k I have a son in kindergarten and I my oldest son is in third grade and um you know they're full remote which is not normal and so at the same time at work my workload started increasing because I had been back for a few weeks now and so I was put back on this uh high or fast-paced project and um and school was starting and so the first couple of days it was you know up and down trying to get them acclimated on the computer and um just stressed out because at the same time I'm having all these back-to-back meetings and um you know Soraya is just in the cabinet (laughs) under the sink bringing all the cleaning supplies to me and Carter who's in pre-k he doesn't get a laptop which is fine but his work wasn't um even posted yet for him to do and it was just becoming a lot and so I reached out to my supervisors and I asked them or I I, I one just told them that I was having a hard time and this was only like the first two days of school where you know everyone is just coming back getting to know each other meeting your teacher like we're not even in the heart of like doing work or this a schedule of things and it was already hectic and and so I just wanted to put that out there to them to see if there was any 
um, assistance they could provide if maybe they could partner me with a, uh, a co-worker so that I wasn't the only one on certain projects or if I mean just whatever I was literally open to all kinds of options and so um I I didn't know that I was going to say what I'm about to say on this episode but I think it's worthy to be shared so I was having a bunch of crazy dreams but this one dream in particular um I heard God tell me like (laughs) just quit your job that's all I heard quit your job and so I woke up the next day and I told my husband that that I had that dream and um and he was like well like quit your job but he's but he's always saying that so I just you know read him off like whatever no I'm not just gonna quit my job and so then I started reaching out to HR and I'm asking them well are we covered by the emergency like coronavirus act or whatever it's called and like what are my options can I do unpaid leave et cetera, et cetera, and the only thing that really applied to me was two weeks of paid leave. And I'm like, well, what is that going to do for me? Two weeks, like school is 10 months. So what is two weeks going to do for me? And so I had a second dream. And in this dream, I heard God say pretty much like the reason why um, none of these things are working out is because you're supposed to quit your job, not make accommodations and so when I woke up the next day I was like wow like that was (laughs) clear but I'm still unclear like (laughs) can you just be a little bit more clear and so I told my husband that and then a couple weeks later I was telling my mom and you know she called me out on it like girl I know you didn't just tell me that God spoke to you not once but twice and pretty much told you what to do but I was struggling with just quitting my job for a few reasons so one of my biggest uh apprehensions were how like feeling a little bit um ungrateful that I have or had an opportunity to work from home and make a paycheck whereas some people who are um, essential workers are still out there in the field some people had to quit their jobs some people got laid off but here I am having an opportunity to work from home and be with my kids yeah it might be stressful yeah it might be hectic but you're you're making a paycheck and 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 some other people cannot say that um right and then um the second I mean this is not in any order but another thing that was boggling my mind was that I had, um, or just tugging at me, it wasn't boggling my mind, but tugging at me was that I had gone without a paycheck since about November of 2019. And so to just be back in the swing of things with my own consistent stream of income, you know, I felt independent, I felt good, um, that I was able to provide or help provide for my family as well even if it was not a necessity, maybe a leisure activity or item, but it felt good um, to not depend on like my side hustles or my husband or anything like that. And so I didn't want to let that go so soon. And then another thing was um, we were talking about starting the, the 
um, process of buying a house and I'm like well if I'm not working and now we only have one income on file and what will that do to our kind of house or our budget etc etc and then I just felt like I'm at the peak of my career or in a good place in my career the program that I'm on like I said was very high level and the door for opportunity I felt was there I I met I've already met so many people um in my line of work and I could have only imagined the um amount of new people or opportunities that I would have presented to me or met if I would have continued working on this project and so I didn't want to let that go I was afraid of not being able to get back in to my place of employment because it's very competitive and a very long process and so all of these things were going through my head and my heart every other day I was literally changing my mind about (laughs) what I wanted to do because then On the other hand of everything that I just said, I was feeling like I was neglecting my kids, right? I was either like throwing the TV on, giving them iPads, telling them to close their work computers because mommy needed to be on this meeting and I just really just need you to just do whatever you want, (laughs) stay safe and be quiet so that I can focus or participate in this meeting. And so I really felt like I was neglecting them. I mean, I didn't neglect their needs as far as food, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, I can say they might have ate lunch a little later than I wanted or maybe I fed them McDonald's because I was just so wiped out from the day I didn't feel like cooking dinner or I told them to skip bath night and take showers and baths in the morning the next day but um but I still just felt like you know I wasn't able to be present in their work or even with Sarai being an infant I'm like when was the last time I got down on the floor like her level and like played with her gave her a hug gave any of them a hug and just was present with them right like these years I can't get back and they're only going to be small for a short amount of time and I just kept saying to myself or going back and forth to myself like work will always be there even if it's not the exact job um like work is everywhere around us but my kids are only small for this short amount of time and I feel like right now they need me so I literally it was like a seesaw of emotion every day even sometimes multiple times a day I mean you could ask my husband I would I would cry and um I would cry to him and say just like I just want to be a good mom and and But at the same time, I feel like I could be a good mom if I have the financial backings to do activities and, you know, whatever the case may be is, but coming from my job, from a job standpoint or benefit. And so I I struggled so, so much with this. Um, I talked to my husband, I talked to my mother, I talked to one of my closest girlfriends about this and they all just kept saying like you you sound like you already know what you want to do but you're just afraid of 
taking that step or I mean, just whatever case may be, it's just holding you back. And so the more that it holds you back, the more you're going to stress about this, the more you're not going to be at peace, the more you're going to be in this state of anxiousness, um, the more you're going to feel like you're neglecting your kids, the more you're going to feel like you're overworking yourself. And after this whole year of regaining your peace and setting these boundaries, they just shifted or went away and so quick by returning back to this job but you know what go ahead and keep that job and so I started feeling convicted but the next part is where I was super duper tripped up and it was so super evident and clear so I thought I'm I'm not gonna lie and tell y'all that after what I'm about to tell y'all my decision was made because I had to do one more God is that really you kind of check but I, I it was almost like um like unreal so um I have an aunt and you know we we talk on Facebook like comment under pictures or we'll see each other at family functions and you know just regular lines of communication um and she randomly messaged me and um I don't know if she'll listen to this but I mean I'm just being completely transparent when she messaged me it was after a long day and I wasn't going to open the message right then and there because I think I was cooking dinner or about to prepare dinner or thinking about what was for dinner and I was just like I don't want to start a conversation and then can't finish it or I don't have the energy to hold a conversation but um the point is I wasn't about to to open it <laughs> and so I was like you know what that's rude that's selfish you know she's checking on me so you know open it even if I tell her like I don't have that much time to talk just you know open it and respond and so I'm actually gonna pull up our conversation because I literally can't make this stuff up so you know she said hey I'm like hey auntie she goes you've been on my mind lately and you know I said I hope good things she said yes um, I love the mom thing that you're doing and I told her that it's been on my heart for some time and thank you and she goes you should really focus like on this and use it as a business for and be a stay-at-home mom and so I'm like wow you have no idea how much I needed this like I've been crying just that day earlier that day I was crying thinking about leaving my job because it was just so much to juggle with the kids and work and stuff like that and then she goes you don't know how much you've been on my mind or her mind um she was like, I was just talking to your aunt about you. And I was just like, wow, um, I'm about to cry again because like I have chills now. And I'm like, I'm just so scared. But, you know, this mom, momming with Maya and just sharing about all things mommy, my, my motherhood journey has always been a passion of mine. And um, she goes, you have to have faith. You're not scared. That's the devil. The devil wants to keep you where you are, but I believe in you. And y'all, when I say chills cover my body, I probably almost dropped my phone. I'm just like, wow, you have no idea how on time this is. And then this is what trips me up. Because y'all, if you, I mean, you just heard me say earlier, God spoke to me in my dream, not once, but twice. And 
then she says this to me. She goes, I feel like God wanted me to speak to you now because he knew that you've been scared. And I said, just that day, I was talking to my close friend and I told her, right, like, I'm going to need God himself to send me a message. And the same day, this is what she's saying to me. I'm going to read it again. She said, I feel like God wanted me to speak to you now because he knew that you've been scared. And then she goes, I'm the message. Wow. <laughs> Y'all, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it. And I just had to thank her for being obedient because if God spoke to her to talk to me and let's just say she didn't, that would be her disobedient obedience to God. And so that put things in perspective to me like for a couple of reasons like dad this is his third time talking to me but then in the same breath I had to stop and thank God that he didn't give up on me after the first or the second time but that he sent me the clear message that just that day I asked for so plain and clear to me I'm the message and this is what you need to do and so Ooh, y'all, let me calm back down. I know you probably heard me get excited, but I cannot make this stuff up. And so after talking with her, again, I told y'all I'm a little hard-headed. So shout out to God for waiting for me and sending me all the multiple messages that I need plain and clear. But I was just like, okay, God, I know I heard from you one, two, three times, but all right, just one more time, right? <laughs> and the next like the next message that you sent to me, I want you to just literally, literally make it so plain and clear that that I know is you, that I know what I should do, which is leave my job. So I have a friend who was in a, like a similar situation to me. She was working at a at a, you know, like corporate job and um, she decided to leave her job and step up on faith with her business, which is doing amazing um, now. And she's a mom. And um, I talk to her um, often, um, especially when it comes to my Christianity, my faith. And so she literally, her name popped into my head. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to reach out to her right now. I hope she has a moment to speak with me. Um like, if she does, God, let the message come through her. And if she doesn't have time to talk to me, then I'm going to take that as the message. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to figure it out on my own. And so long story short, we had a conversation. And um, when I started talking about what I was struggling with to decide, she kind of already knew or felt in her heart what I was struggling with but I was coming to talk to her about or ask her opinion and so um which was like super crazy that of all people that I wanted to confide in and get their opinion that <laughs> she um was going through or I think she just helped her sister through a similar situation and so even that right there was just like wow <laughs> the connection but um, long story short I tell her all these facts and how I'm feeling and how I'm not feeling like my job is valuing me and um all these things that that I listed earlier that I was going back and forth with and um she didn't tell me her opinion she didn't tell me what 
she thought I should do, which I appreciate about her in hindsight. Um, But instead, she told me that I already knew what I needed to do. And she encouraged me to, you know, believe in that. And um, she really poured into me or made me realize that my value is greater than my value as the employee at at my job, right? My value as a mother is much greater than that. My time um, is much greater than that. Whatever is to come from Momming with Maya or any other partnerships that I create and doors that I um, open and am able to walk through any other opportunities that are being presented to me, that value is greater than my my position, the position that I was in. And that... Um, that maybe I wasn't unlocking those opportunities and potential because I did not close that door like to my job and I was just like wow I I never thought about it like that and so like I said long story short she just encouraged me to um trust myself trust what I've heard from God and um and then she 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 left me with that and um and then she sent me some uh, Bible scriptures. And I'm going to see if I could pull it up. Sorry, bear with me, guys. This I was not planning on recording this podcast right now. But when I laid down, which I'm literally laying in bed right now, um, it, it, I, it was literally on my heart. And I was like, I need to just record this right now. But, um... The scripture that she sent me, and I will read it to you, is Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 through 34. And um, I won't read all of that, but verse 24 pretty much says, actually I might, let's see. Verse 24 pretty much says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, is it just me? Or was Matthew (laughs) 6.24 written for me to read on the day that I read this, right? I cannot serve two masters. I can't sit here and say, I heard God speak to me, not once, but twice, but three times, but I still need to work, 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 work. They are not even my job and my God. Ooh, that was good. They are not even. And that was just even more confirmation. And then, I'm sorry, verse 25 says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry, which I was doing a lot about your life like wow (laughs) I'm sorry y'all y'all need to just go read it Matthew 6 24 verse 34 but um after reading that and after talking to her I knew what I needed to do that very next day I sent an email to HR asking what um, the process was for resigning and y'all I started the process And I am peacefully able to say that um, tomorrow, October 2nd, or I don't know when this will post, but October 2nd is my 
last day um, at my job. And I am now just going to focus on being full-time mom. And um, I thank God for, again, not leaving me to um, make this decision on my own. I thank God for the friends that I confided in making this decision and the support that they gave me. I thank my husband so much for being a provider and in support of me staying home with our children because um, we're a team and um, it's funny because we're constantly thanking each other for you know me for him working and him for him thanking me for staying home with the kids and I tell him all the time it's a revolving door um, like we're we're a team and so I'm so grateful to have him as my partner and for him to be in alignment with what God has and had for me um, and for our family and for our kids and um, I have to say my last working day though was a week ago I've been using vacation time this week and I've I saw a friend um, earlier in the week and she even said to me like you seem much more relaxed and so much more at peace and I've been able to just be present with my kids I'm getting on the floor I'm playing with them I'm not yelling as much or you know I mean I try not to yell anyway but I'm not I I do sometimes out of anxiousness and you know when they just were not aligning with my work schedule and work meetings and things like that but um but this was a big decision back to that first quote this was a big decision that um that that I needed to make and that and that I'm glad to say I made and that I do not regret literally walking in what God has for me feels so right um and and I'm just excited to see where where this goes for for my personal business for my children and at home learning for our family for everything and so um like I said I I wanted to share this story because <laughs> literally trusting myself has truly shown me that it is a superpower when there's so much uh, negativity in in the world around us and um, so much judgment and sometimes not even a space where moms like me can go to share these feelings and, and get honest opinions and encouragement and support, um, I, I definitely wanted to share this. And, and I just want to encourage you anyone who's listening or even if you're listening feeling like you know someone else who could use this encouragement please send them this link but whether it's quitting your job whether it's reducing your hours whether it's flexing your time whether it's picking up a job and putting your kids back in school whether it's enrolling in school whether it's a career change whether it's starting a business at home whatever it is whether it's asking for that raise whether it's correcting how someone speaks to you that you've let speak to you for so long in a way that you know wasn't right whatever it is 
and no matter how big or small it is, I just want to encourage you to trust yourself. You know what's best for you, but you have to trust it. And and I have to say that I had to learn that and I'm still learning it. I mean, I don't just have a thought and then just <laughs> trust what it goes. You know, sometimes I doubt comes over or, you know, I'm second guessing myself. But um, once you take that leap to trust yourself, you will know that is that it was the right step. And so um, I hope this has encouraged you. Um, I'm looking forward to talking and hearing about the big decisions or just decisions in general that you all have made or will make. Um, but please just remember to be gentle with yourselves. We are human. We are going through life in a way that we might have never known from our employment and careers down to our children and the school system to the way that we interact with one another one another in society this is not or these are not normal times um i mean they're becoming more normal because we've been living through this pandemic for a few months now but um please just be gentle with yourselves and like i say after every episode i'm always here Reach out to me via Facebook, Instagram, my number, Messenger, whatever. I will listen to you. I will pray with you. I will support you. Um, and, and just know that you're not alone. Um, so until next time, be well.